Hi, I'm Kate Boyle, and welcome to the Mind Movement Health Podcast. Each week, I'll be bringing you health information from diet and lifestyle to movement and nutrition. My aim is to bring you bite-sized pieces of information that you can instigate into your everyday life to change your health. everyone and welcome back to the Mind Movement Health Podcast. I'm your host Kate Boyle and today we are chatting about just three simple ways to help you shift that excess weight. Now I know for us here in the Southern Hemisphere it's winter so this is a time of year where we tend to eat more comfort food, we tend to sleep in a little bit more, move a little bit less, you know, darker during the day it's less motivating to get outside and move and so some of our usual healthy habits tend to fall to the wayside now if you sort of feel like you know you're carrying just a few extra kilos or maybe you've tried to lose weight previously in the past and it just won't budge or you're just ready for a change you really do want to feel like you want to lose those few kilos and just feel really energized and well then these three tips can really help as i always say we just want to keep everything super simple and we can learn this knowledge but we really need to go away and implement because implementing is the key. We can learn all these amazing new things, but unless we start to instigate and actually do them in our lives, then nothing is going to change. And change is really the catalyst to forming new habits. And our brains love you know, habits. Our brain loves familiarity, but we can't create new familiarity until we make a change. So I hope these just inspire you to think about things a little bit differently and just make a few small changes so that you can start to see some of those results coming through. So the first one I always like to mention to people is to make sure that they're eating enough protein. So protein is an amazing food source, okay? packed with nutrients, but it also helps us stay and feel full up for longer. It reduces the release of our hunger hormone. And I never, ever say this correctly, but it's ghrelin, ghrelin. And it helps to boost levels of the peptide YY, which helps us make or helps us stay and feel full. So if we can make sure that we're having an adequate amount of protein at our meals when we eat, we're going to stay fuller for longer. We're going to keep that production of that hunger hormone at bay and we're going to feel more satiated. So we're going to have less cravings and we're going to feel fuller for longer too. Now, when it comes to the thermic effect of food, so the TEF, okay, this is when what we is calculated to our body when we eat food, we have to use a certain amount of energy to absorb that food and really utilize its nutrients. Now, that TEF number for protein is at, you know, 20 to 35%, whereas the TEF number, the way that we, how much energy we use uh, to absorb and metabolize the nutrients from fat and carbohydrates is lower at 5 to 15%. So again, we're going to be using more energy to even absorb and metabolize protein than what we are if we're eating higher amounts of fat and carbohydrate. So something to keep in mind. I know when it comes to protein, a lot of people always say, but oh, I don't want to eat meat every, every meal. That's totally fine. There are lots of other protein sources. So some of our best protein sources are our meat, 
poultry and fish, but also eggs are a fantastic choice. If you do eat dairy, you know, things like Greek yogurt and even milk can be great sources of protein. Um, Other than that, if you're vegetarian, then looking at things like nuts and seeds and legumes. So um, quinoa and peanuts, peanuts, peanut butter, almonds, all these different types and the whole foods, which are healthy for us anyway, have high levels of protein. So if you are thinking even just for a snack, rather than thinking, oh, I'll just have a handful of berries, which are healthy for you anyway and great source of antioxidants, but they are just carbohydrates at the end of the day, generally, with nutrients packed in and everything. But, you know, they're not super high in protein, so they're not going to have that sort of really satiating effect. But if we can combine that handful of raspberries with some yogurt and some crushed almonds on top, then we're going to have a really great balance of fat, protein and carbohydrate that's going to help us stay fuller for longer. So looking for those additions where we can make sure we can add in some protein and have that really good balance of protein fats and carbohydrates at each meal is really going to help us maintain our weight but also lose weight in the long run if that is our goal. Now, our second thing to look at if we are looking at losing a few kilos is making sure that we're adding in some resistance training. So we know that the more muscle that we have, okay, the higher our metabolism is, the more energy we're going to burn. So we need muscle mass and we're going to get muscle mass and build muscle by adding in resistance training. So whether or not that's weights, that's using spring loads in Pilates, it's using bands, it's using your own body weights, uh, exercises and doing things like planks and push-ups and squats and lunges and really loading up. And even if you are doing you know, things like squats and lunges, you can add in some hand weights. You can add in a weighted ball. You can even add in a TheraBand to be able to pull up and get some arm work going at the same time as doing those lunges. So adding in these resistance type of training is really important for one, building our muscle and really keeping a strong, healthy body, but also helping to boost our BMR, so our basal basal metabolic rate okay that rate that our body uses energy at on a uh, everyday every moment scale okay we want to really boost that so that we're giving our body the best chance of maintaining that healthy weight we're also going to have better balance we're going to have better focus we're going to have better memory boost our circulation reduce our risk of disease of high blood pressure of heart disease we could go on and on. So the benefits of resistance training are just so vast. And especially as we're getting to our, you know, older ages, if you're, you know, hitting 40s or 50s, um, just for our bone strength to help prevent osteopenia and osteoporosis. And then they've even had studies have shown links to helping to prevent, prevent dementia and Alzheimer's disease. This resistance training is super important for our longevity. So, you know, helps with weight loss, but it's really great for our overall health and you know if you're scared looking at adding in resistance training don't be scared work with an expert okay um you know if you don't want to go to a gym that's fine join a pilates class do some online workouts start with smaller weights doesn't have to be intimidating you can use what you've got at home okay you can just use your own body and then you can start to add things as you get a little bit more confident and more adventurous but adding in at least two sessions of resistance training 
every week is really going to give you so many benefits. And then finally, what I always like to talk to people about when it's, you know, coming around weight loss and look, there are lots of things we could be adding in, but again, we're just trying to keep this super simple is to eat mindfully. Now, what does that mean? It means paying attention to what's on your plate, paying attention to how much food you're putting on your plate and what types of food you're putting on the plate. And how are you eating your food? Are you sitting there scrolling on your phone or looking at the iPad or watching the TV? Because so many people eat meals watching the TV. That mindless type of eating when we're not paying attention to what we're actually putting into our mouth and we're so you know involved in what's going on in that TV show that we keep eating those Maltesers and they taste delicious. And then someone offers us chips and so we keep eating chips and we don't actually register that one, we're not hungry. Two, we're probably full, but we still just keep eating because we're distracted. And three, once we've gone past pretty much that first bite, the enjoyment of that food is not the same. It's still good, but you know, when you take that first you know, taste of chocolate or dark chocolate, that's a lot more satiating than eating a whole bag of chips or it's that first bite that is what really, you know, our taste receptors really light up for. And then it drops off as you continue to eat the rest. So once you've had that first one or a couple, you want to see if you can stop. And that's where it's really hard because these products are made to be sweet and salty and fatty, all these things that our body craves for survival, you know, back, you know, thousands of years ago, we were hunting and gathering these types of food. You know, if we could seek those foods out, we would eat them because that meant survival. Nowadays, sitting on the couch, eating a bag of potato chips is definitely not survival. It can be enjoyable, but companies know this. So they develop the products to really sing out to, you know, our taste buds to want more. And there's, you know, additives and preservatives that make you want to keep reaching back. There is that sort of addictive nature in them that will go back over and over. You know, maybe you've, you know, opened a packet of chips before. And I know I have, I've eaten some. And then before you know it, you're nearly at the bottom of the bag and you think, how, how could I have eaten all that? You don't even realize you've eaten all that, but it's because of that addictive, you know, taste that's on these products that make us keep going back for more. Now we can counteract this if we can choose for, you know, opt for things like just a piece or two of dark chocolate to 70% or above that will really give you that hit of, you know, chocolatey goodness, that fat, that sweet, that sugar that our body's craving. But because it is so rich, we're not as likely to go back and reach for more like we would if we were eating milk chocolate or white chocolate. Okay, it definitely has more of that satiating effect. So we can opt for having, you know, just a smaller amount of these delicious foods um, rather than sort of overdoing it. But we can also be really mindful about how we eat them. You know, have that chocolate enjoy it. Take just a couple of moments to not look at a screen, not be distracted by someone, you know, talking to you. Take those few moments to enjoy that food and then 
go back to watching the TV and see if you really feel like you need any more, okay, rather than just kind of going away and eating and eating and eating. So studies, uh, you know, they've done lots of studies around mindful eating and they've shown that when we're distracted when we eat, we can eat up to 10% more of food. So if you look at your dinner plate of what you usually put on there and, you know, you're just sitting with your family having dinner compared to what you would eat if you're watching TV and you put an extra 10% on there. That's, you know, a little bit of a significant difference there. If you're having that at every meal and you're distracted, you could be eating up to 10% more at every meal. Now, this study in particular showed also that if you're distracted by one meal and you're eating up to 10% more, you're actually more inclined to eat up to 25% more at subsequent meals. That is a lot. So over a course of a day, you could be eating anywhere between sort of 10 to 60% or even more of what you would normally eat just by eating when you're distracted. So making sure you take time out, turn your devices off, take your headphones out, you know, go outside, sit in nature. If you're at work and, you know, you can go out, find a park bench, sit down, enjoy your lunch. Maybe it's at home that you can sit around the dinner table and, you know, have a conversation with your family. And even if, you know, it's that night when everybody's out doing different things, kids are doing sport, your husband's working late or your partner is, you know, out and about doing errands and you're all having dinner at different times, make sure that you still stop, take some time, sit, enjoy your food, okay? Try to be, you know, uh, clear yourself of those distractions, Put, make sure the TV is turned off and just really spend that time looking, enjoying the taste of your food and eating mindfully because it really can make a difference. And we're not going to get it right at every meal. You know, it's not a perfect thing. It's just creating, as I always say, that awareness around our food and what we're eating and putting into our bodies, because this is a few food that is going to fuel us, that's going to build our muscle and our cells and create the energy within us to be able to go out and do everything that we do. So starting with that awareness and, you know, just shifting that. So it might be, oh, well, you know, I had for an afternoon tea today, I had some Greek yogurt and raspberries and almonds, and I didn't have as many cravings for chocolate as I usually would because protein is in there and that helps reduce those cravings. So then when it came to dinner, I wasn't as starving hungry because I had a really balanced snack in the afternoon. And so I didn't feel like I needed to snack on chips before dinner or have a glass of wine before dinner because I felt calm. I felt in control. I didn't feel super hungry. So then I had time to think about what I was going to cook for dinner and it was going to be a nice healthy meal rather than just grabbing something on the way home because I was just so starving and I couldn't think of anything else and I didn't have time and, you know, I was cranky or hangry. So, you know, again, reframing, building that awareness around our food choices and eating mindfully can just have these flow on effects. And it's all about the 1% changes. You guys have heard me say it over and over again, but just those small 1% changes add up to a lot in the long run. So you may look at this list of three things and go, I've heard these before. They're really not going to help me lose weight. They haven't worked before. But as I said at the start, if we can make a small change and do it once, and then the next day, do it again, and then the next day, do it again, then that familiarity that we used to know, this becomes a new familiar instead, 
and then our brain likes familiar and it goes well yeah yesterday we got off the uh, train one stop early and we walked you know a kilometer to work we did it yesterday we'll do it again today and then you do it the next day and the next day and it continues on and you build that new habit. So whatever it may be, you know, making sure going back and that, that sort of having that recap. One, if it's eating more protein at each meal or adding, making sure you've got a good balance of the protein, fat and carbohydrate in your meal. Um, two, making sure you start to add in some resistance training. Might be small, but pick the same time every week if that feels more familiar. Do a little bit each day, you know, build those habits in. Or three, just starting to look at your food and think and eat a little bit more mindfully about how much food I'm putting in. Am I really hungry for this? Because also when it comes to food, remember, you can always get more. We're living in a world where there is an abundance of food. You know, you don't have to eat what's on your plate because there's nothing else. Okay. For many of us, you know, being living in Australia, very privileged. We've got a fantastic food system. You know, we have access to food, supermarkets, markets, you name it. You can grow it in your backyard. There's always more food. So looking at just putting on your plate, what your plate, what you feel you need at that point. And then if you're hungry, go back for more. Okay. But just building that awareness around food can really help also. All right. I hope you guys have an amazing week. Uh, If you want to reach out, let me know how you enjoyed this episode. Please tag me on IG. Otherwise, I will see you again next week on the podcast. Thanks for listening into the podcast. Please hit subscribe to be updated for each time we release a new podcast.